Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of 400 of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina, found at Total Wine locations at Burkdale, Ballantyne, Woodlawn, Concord, and Total Wine and more, Parktown Village. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, November 15th. I'm Donald Ware. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Not as many games, still a good amount of games, but not as many games played in week 11 of HBCU football. Quite a few of the teams' seasons are over, but Kentucky State ends its season on a good note, 41-17 to over Erskine. So Kentucky State finished this, the season at seven and four in the SIAC championship game. It was Albany state shutting out miles 31 to nothing. And I would say this, I don't know if there is a better defense in HBCU football, at least playing right now, Florida a is playing unbelievably defensively also, but Albany state's got like three shutouts on the season has held miles the two-time defending SIAC champions to three points in two games that the Golden Rams have faced the Golden Bears so far this season. And so you know Albany State's going to be a problem in the Division II playoffs. West Virginia State ends its season on a bad note, falling to Charleston 38-13. But for the Yellow Jackets, started out the season kind of slow, finished with a winning record at 6 and five Mississippi Valley State putting up some points defeating Alabama State 44 to 31 again the Delta Devils I you know I think this program is going in the right direction I really believe that they can just get a couple of more players in the program Uh, ultimately I think uh, Mississippi Valley State can be competitive moving forward in the SWAC's Eastern Division Morgan State dropping another one after a surprising win over Delaware State last Thursday, losing to Albany, who had only won one football game coming in, losing that game 41-14. to 
Edward Waters ends its season on a winning note, defeating Allen 51-34, two teams that are looking to move into the SIAC. I don't believe it's next year, but I believe it's in 2023. Provisional members of the conference right now. In the CIAA championship game, Bowie State defeats Fayetteville State 17-7. That Bowie State defense is absolutely unbelievable. The Bulldogs looking to host a first-round game uh, in the Division II playoffs, uh, currently the number two seed in the region. Meanwhile, Fayetteville State, uh, fourth straight loss in the CIAA championship game, three straight to Bowie State, finishes its season 8-2. Solid season, really, for the Broncos. Hampton evens its record at 5-5 five and 3-3 five and three and three in the Big South, defeated Campbell 28-21 to 21. in I'm not going to call this an upset. I'll I'll tell you why it was a bit of a shocker. Delaware State comes back to defeat Norfolk State 28 to 26. Norfolk State led in this game 26 to nothing. We talked about this on Friday's HBCU Football Daily Podcast that Rod Milstead would have his guys ready. Didn't seem like that in the beginning. Ultimately, must have been something he said. Stormed all the way back. Uh, Home game for Delaware State. You look at Norfolk State, and here Norfolk State had an opportunity back-to-back weeks to play for the MEAC title, in essence. There's no MEAC championship game, but to play for the title against South Carolina State next week. And now the game for Norfolk State means nothing other than trying to finish the season at 7-4. and four. Again, South Carolina State has already clinched a share of the MEAC title, but Let's say Norfolk State defeats South Carolina State and North Carolina Central wins its football game. Then North Carolina Central and South Carolina State would share the MEAC title. But either way, South Carolina State will represent the MEAC in the Celebration Bowl. Just the third team, uh, the third MEAC team to to, uh, the third team to represent the MEAC in the Celebration Bowl behind North Carolina A&T and North Carolina Central. It was, speaking of North Carolina Central, defeated Howard on the road 45-27. to 27. Again, the Eagles keeping their hopes alive for a share of that MEAC title, even their record now at 5-5 five and five on this season. North Carolina A&T on the road defeated South Carolina State 27-17. to 17. For the Aggies, scored 20 unanswered points, down 17-7 to seven at one point couldn't move the football. The offense didn't look good at all. South Carolina State did a number in terms of running the football against A&T, and you generally do not run the ball against the Aggies. South Carolina State was down 20-17, to 17, had a, I think it was like a 25-yard field goal, maybe even a 20-yard field goal, tried a fake field goal. It, it, it took me back to 2015 on the fake punt when South Carolina State pretty much had the game wrapped up, went for a fake punt. Uh, didn't get it. It was a fumble. I forget exactly what it was. Didn't ultimately didn't get it. And A&T hit the game-winning field goal. Shades of that wasn't a conference game. So, but I mean, my, wow, that's a tough loss for South Carolina State. Bulldogs may drop out of the HBCU media poll. We'll find that out a little bit later on today. Bethune-Cookman with its second victory in a row. This time defeating Grambling State 31-14. It was Lincoln of Missouri ending its season 
losing to Missouri Western 41-12. The Blue Tigers go 0-4 on the season. Wasn't an upset, but Alcorn State defeats Prairie View A&M 31-29. First loss in the conference for, for the Panthers, but this is the scenario. The Panthers next week take on Texas A&M in two weeks, going to take on Mississippi Valley State. That's gonna, that's no gimme game. Mississippi Valley State playing some pretty good football. All Prairie View A&M has to do is defeat Mississippi Valley State, and it will represent the Western Division in the SWAC championship game. A loss and an Alcorn State win over Jackson State next week, and Alcorn State would represent the SWAC's Western Division in the championship game. Florida A&M continues to roll. I think Florida A&M should make the FCS playoffs with an at-large berth. 37-7. Since starting 0-1 on the season, the Rattlers have won eight of their last nine. By the way, Rashawn McKay had a fabulous game. The Box to Row National Player of the Week named today 23 of 31. Almost 400 yards passing, had five touchdowns and no interceptions in the ball game. Texas College, another 0-4 season, loses to Louisiana College 77-12. to Boy, I, I don't know what's going on with the Steers. I don't know what's going on with Texas College. I mean, one win, zero wins, one win, zero. It's just, it's just a bad situation. One thing is for sure, a lot of 70-point games have been hung on the Steers this year. Tennessee State falling to Austin P, 36-7. Alabama A&M had to outscore Texas Southern. Matter of fact, had to come from behind, scored the last couple of touchdowns when the Tigers had the, the uh, lead, ultimately defeated Texas Southern 52-49. Boy, Langston's lost three in a row. I don't even know if Langston's going to make the, uh, the NAIA playoffs now. Uh, third loss in the row, falling to Southwestern Assembly, Assemblies of God, 41 to 24. Jackson State wraps up the Eastern Division of the SWAC. Had to come from behind to defeat Southern 21 to 17. We'll talk about this game a little bit more later uh, in the Takeaway Tuesday. Southern had a real opportunity. I told you guys it was going to be. A, it was not a gimme. Jackson State had to come into a hostile environment. By the way, Tigers may have the best the the best trio of linebackers in the country. Guys are unbelievable. Jackson State pretty solid on uh, defense in throughout the well overall in the ball game, and Florida Memorial ends its season with a loss to Southeastern twenty eight to seven. So that's a look at the HBCU football scoreboard. If you missed any of those scores, you can log on to our website boxtorow.com. Takeaway Tuesday on tomorrow. Going to look at a little bit deeper in some of these scenarios. More specific, as, you know, w- we should know the Division II playoff matchups. Um, we will look uh, deeper into some of the games that took place in Week 11 of HBCU football. When it comes to the when it comes to HBCU football, we've got you covered. We give you opinions, give you information, and just have you covered as it relates to HBCU football. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast.
Talk with you tomorrow. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the Game of the Week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports leader.